Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up. Oh snap! All right, it had a little, it had a little <laughs> cock out there, and I just was like, "Here we go! Here we go! Hump day! What's up with you? Yo, how y'all doing? What's today, good? Man? What's good? Good to have you back, book. Look, man, always glad to be back, man. I'm over here, uh, still, still on the weather. So if I go ahead, you know, uh, duck away, something like that, or I cough, or something like that, please excuse me, people. My apologies, but uh. You know, as usual, we are here full force. Uh, we got Chris half bearded. Uh, hopefully, he's a uh, he'll be back at full beard in a couple of weeks. So we'll be back as a, a full four man team here. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, but until he has full beard, we can't uh, see him. Yeah, we we ain't at, at at full capacity here. So as usual, you know, we got <laughs> Words, you don't get to talk. You don't get to talk, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, see, when he ain't at full beard, he messes up. What is it? What is it? Family guy. What did the boys say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, you know, we got the out of bounds coming up. Then we got this, followed by this day in sports. We're gonna talk a little bit about college football. Then we're gonna get to our sport, uh, sports sushi bets. Uh, then is followed by the either or. Then we're gonna close it out with a lot, a lot of NFL talk. So, without further ado, a shout out to CPG JM11 Chopsticks is ready. Shout out to my boy. All right. So, uh, without further ado, uh, how y'all doing uh, today, guys? Doing all right, man. Go ahead, Sterling. You can lace them up. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to go ahead. Yeah. You, you know, you uh, go first. <laughs> it's hump day. Shoot. I mean, I got my own feelings about my bills, you know. Uh, okay. But. You know, we'll we, we, we'll we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Um, but overall, man, like the Nuggets played last night against the Phoenix Suns. Okay, how they look? They look good. The Nuggets still look good. Okay. They ain't miss a beat, baby. They did not miss a beat. So, you know, I, and I, Russ up there looked like he got he, – he, he about to yeah, say something. I already know what he, I'm not, he say, uh, about. I'm not about to say anything. We can get into it later today if we need to later. No, we definitely we are going to get ah, into but nah, um, it. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who, said, who yeah. said that dumbass comment? Uh, uh, he said Josh Allen is over Josh Allen. I'm assuming he's talking about Josh he's Allen with the Jags. If we don't Josh stop Allen. that shit. Mm. Yeah, here we go. Hey, you, like better you better quit. You better quit. Last week was the worst thing, which we probably gonna get into later, was to happen to the Sterling Power Rankings after you went in and then they went out there and shit the no, day. But I, 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 I'll defend to... myself. I, I'll defend myself when we get there. Right. But no, it was a great, it was a great weekend. You know, Saturday. Wait, 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 wait. Awesome. I know you didn't say nothing about nobody's team. 
We'll oh, but I had a great Saturday. A little bit later. No, no, no. You see what he Sterling. did? Yeah, I see. I see. But we're going to get into that a little bit later because that, 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 to know after what happened Saturday, that's nothing a lot of ground to cover. I was, rooting for, I was rooting for you. I was rooting yeah, for but, you. But, no, I will say, uh, you know what I'm saying, as Sterling alluded to, NBA season getting closer to coming up. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that pops off. You know, we're looking to see what Luca and Kyrie going to do. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, you know, let's, let's get it popping. We got some topics. Let's get it rolling. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Russ, what you got for this day in sports, brother? So, you know, I was about to teach you a little something. On this day in sports, it was the famous, not infamous, but the famous Deion Sanders plays for the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Braves on the same day uh, in October 11th of 1992. You know what I'm saying? He made everybody that loved him go crazy and be happy, and everybody that hate him will hate him to this day and even hate his sons. You know what? I remember this period in time. Deion was a bad motherfucker then, bro. Like... <laughs> The baddest. Yeah. It, it was like the, the coverage was crazy whenever they was talking about, like, whenever he was, you know, fucking, he's, oh, he's in the World Series and he's over here, you know, playing. And I was like, yeah, 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 Dion. Yeah. The best two way player pause ever. Okay. <laughs> see, I'm getting, yeah. See, Chris, you got to be quick with it. See, Chris, he, you know what I'm saying? He's a little slow. He, he getting better, though. He getting he better. He's getting better. He is. I would, you know, what Sean Shroud says, I'm sick to my stomach because it looks like Chris was right about Lamar Jackson and Billy B from the past. Please, at some point, y'all address the Ravens in the past. Don't worry, Shotgun. We will get into it. Just give us some time. You know, we over here, you know, I'm, I'm getting back in the groove of things. But I skipped over the out of bounds, but don't worry, man. My feet are still in bounds because we're about to go ahead and take it in home. So what you got for us, Russ, with out of bounds? Oh, for out of bounds, what we got? Let me go ahead and get it right here. I have it looked up here. And it's so funny today because a friend of mine hit me up and he was jokingly telling me because he knows this individual I'm about to name is not one of my favorites. And he, like, he told me, hey, man, I'm about to cop this Brett Favre jersey. And I was like, oh. And I sent him the meme of uh, of Norbert looking stank face. And I was like, yeah, that's not. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not for me where I put that. So just so happens when I was scouring the Internet for weird shit that happened in sports because I didn't really want to cover Sergio killing his mom. You know, I didn't really want to go over that. Sorry. One second. I didn't really want to go over that. So what I did do is I went and I found this. So come on. Come on. Let's load it up. So if you did not know that Brett Favre is in trouble with the laws because he embezzled or not he embezzled, he misused a lot of money. A lot of money were about $77 million of public funds that were intended to help some of the nation's poorest people were used to fund pet projects for Brett Favre. Uh, like, you know, a building a building at uh, Southern Mississippi for his daughter to play volleyball in, um, you know what I'm saying, and a couple other things. So he's always said that he wasn't going to do He didn't do it. Yada, yada, yada. By the way, Brett Favre, I'm getting this from the U.S. News, so don't try to sue me because he has a knack for going after people um, when they're smaller than him <laughs> that are talking that shit. So don't be mad at me, Brett. This is I'm reading this. Um, and so, yeah, um, I'm reading this. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It wasn't one million. It was five millions of the welfare funds that the welfare funds of the, the welfare funds. Those are the funds for the poorest people. And this is Mississippi. So these are the poorest people right. in America. And he took about five million of that. That was for the volleyball uh, court for his alma mater, a.k.a. his daughter to play at. 
Then another 1.7 million went to uh, concussion treatment. I guess you could say that's a good thing, but he still stole. They could have got the 1.7 from somewhere else than poor people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's kind of a it's kind of a whole ass move to steal from poor people. They don't really have anything else you stole from them. But anyways, today the case got pushed back because guess what Brett Favre did, guys? What did he do? He decided he wasn't going to show them his taxes. He said, I ain't going to do it. Of course. I'm going to show you of my course. taxes, and I ain't going to show you about nothing about what I was doing with my money. But he still says, hey, guess what? I didn't do it. Brett Favre, you are out of bounds, sir. Of course. <laughs> You're not even getting criminal charges. Just admit that you stole the money from the poor black people and other people and go on about your day. You don't want to pay it back. You don't want to pay it back. Which I don't even know if they're gonna make him pay it back. But the fact that not only did you steal from him, but now you're doubling down, saying I ain't finna show y'all no, no tax information. I ain't finna let y'all prove it. Hmm. You, say, <laughs> you out of bounds, bro. You need to quit this. You out of bounds, bro. You steal from poor people. You know right. think, bro. That's messed <laughs> up, bro. I mean, yeah, you steal from poor people is, is some nasty work. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> I've heard I've heard from steal from the rich and give to the poor, but I ain't heard from the rich. Just, well, I mean, yeah. I have heard of it. We live it, but I mean, this directly is just damn <laughs> right. Like, like where do you, where do you want to take the money from, Mister Favre? Oh, welfare. Ghost says Brett Favre can save the Patriots right now. Vinny Testaverde can come out right now and save the Patriots. Like, let's, let's, let's go ahead. And you know what? Like, Actually, I, you bad. know, I, nobody, nobody can save the Patriots right now because you know what? Motherfuckers ain't got nobody to catch the ball. All right. Wait, or, we, well, they got some of the right. Yeah, they trash. They yeah. real trash. They trash for real. They trash. Yep. But we, we're going to get into that real real quick, but we're going to go ahead and step into the collegiate yeah, level. Yeah. And uh, hopefully my boy Florida Dale uh, shows up. I know he uh, said he was going to pop in. And uh, talk about uh oh go here, that's good enough. Yeah, the uh, he a Miami fan, go here, that's good yeah. enough. Oh, go know, here, that's good enough. <laughs> but hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? Uh but you know, uh he did say that he was gonna uh, show up and uh and, and, and explain uh the cane side of the uh the story here, but uh um, that's like me trying to say I'm gonna explain the cowboy side of things. But what we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, the uh, the University of Miami had a late game fumble when they had the game. <laughs> Go say he's about to head out. Uh, when they had the oh, game thanks. wrapped up. Right, I'm <laughs> um, so, I mean, look, um, I didn't see the game. So, you know, I just remember I heard about it at the end. Uh, but, Facts. you know, I'm going to be honest, I was watching other shit. <laughs> Cause I, 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 I'm going to be honest, I thought, you know, Miami was going to win. Well, okay, yeah, as all of us, I tuned into some of this, and this ruined one of my parlays because I had Miami in that motherfucker to cover. Um, and they, but anyways, anyways, I didn't see it when it happened, but I did get the alert and I watched, I watched what ensued, and I know that this has happened before. Mm. And my own thing about this whole situation was one, there's, and it's been said before, so I know it's like, Russ, you might be regurgitating content, but I'm gonna say it in my way. There's certain things, there's rules that you follow in football. Like there, there's like in every in every sport, there are certain rules that you follow that one does not break. And one of those rules is when you have the game won and you have the clock on your side, you need it. You need it, you need it, you need it. And the reason why you need it is because in football is the only sport. Football is the only sport, which is why we love to see it when you could draw everything up and complete chaos happens. What you say, honey? 
everything gets go to shit. Someone could fall down, someone could fumble, you know, and then or or even worse for Miami because I saw the replay and I saw the picture. Someone could get his elbow down and the ball could be jarred loose because his elbow hit the ground. But the fact that in football you never make bad stuff happen. That's what you want to prevent. And that's one of the rules. And Mario Cristobal, he broke that rule and he's broken it before. And then to get on the stadium, I mean, to get on the podium or get wherever he was and double down and say, that's just the way we do things. No, bro. No, no. That's when you need to look in the mirror and say, I'm stupid. That was dumb. And I need to make a change. Like this is real life. I'm not going to lie. I'll let you go after this journal, what you think, but seeing that kid on the sidelines was the worst fucking part. I think it was a center or he was a Yeah. He was like, what the hell are we doing? Balling bro. And it's like, and it's like, there's, and it's like, kid, you did everything you were supposed to do. Your coach just made some stupid ass decisions, you know. It, 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 but, but, either way, I will end it with this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> got him. As, as far as as far as the youth hopes go to go further, but yeah, we can go ahead and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> what? There's no excuse for. A call like that, like, like, what were you thinking? Like, what? This doesn't make sense. You know, it's like in the NFL. I would even say in the NFL, you can get away with something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the yeah. variance of like or the probability of something happening tragic is a lot less. Yeah, but in college it's... football, we see crazy stuff happen in college football all the time, and you think. And you're Miami. So I'm not even talking about play on the field. First of all, you dicked your season away with that because they were undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be playing it close to the vest the whole way. And there is no excuse for that. Now, Dale going to get in here, and I hope Dale doesn't disagree because we're going to get his ass if he disagrees with this. Boy. But Mario Cristobal, he he fucked their season. Bro. He did. Bro. They, they had, the, 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 you know, hey, hey, we got Texas ass, didn't we? <laughs> and we got, yes, yeah, and we got Texas ass, didn't we? If we want to segue, yeah. if we want to segue to it, if we want to segue hey, to hey, it. Russ, Texas, Texas back? Nah. <laughs> Remember what we said last week? Bro. Okay, hold up. So I'm I'm gonna do it like this, right? But hey, Dale in here, though. Hold up, Dale in here. Get Dale in here. Oh, okay. We'll go before we get on Texas. We need to get Ghost and Dale in here. Y'all both need to come up in this motherfucker because both of y'all, you, y'all need to come in here and explain yourselves. We at we at we at. Yeah, I need I need Ghost up in this bitch too. I need both the Miami dudes come to the front of the motherfucking classroom. Oh man. Now here you come. All right. Oh Dale. Florida Dale, how you doing, my de- my brother? Hey, man. Hey, I'm yeah. sorry, man. I, we are we're interrupting your meal, but uh, oh, you ain't interrupting the meal. All right, this is our uh, our Florida correspondent, uh, <laughs> Florida Dale, out there, uh, witness to the tragedy, basically <laughs> in, in, in the heart of in the heart of the hurricane, so to speak. Uh, so. What were your thoughts? All right, so so typically, man, let, let me give give a soft introduction to what I got here. Um, diehard uh, Hurricane fan, um, as long as I've known him, about ten years. Uh, he's been a Hurricane fan here. You know, uh, works uh, works very closely with the Hurricanes. Uh, knows a lot about the uh, football program here uh, over there. I'm sorry, but uh, so so give us a little bit of 
of your thoughts here because we we spoke about this shortly before the show. All right. Well, first of all, what's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up, man? (laughs) So traditionally, in the last ten years, I'm fifty percent right now on birthday weekend uh, football games. So this was previously. A birthday weekend game for me. Happy belated I'm birthday. So Happy belated birthday, my man. Happy Happy belated birthday. Birthday. I was feeling good. So whenever I feel really good about a game, we lose. Mm. Or if I feel down on my birthday. So I was like, you know what? This year we're going to turn the corner. We turn the corner. We, we undefeated. We got a little rank and everything. So as, as Bugno uh, he knows I'm diehard fan, but I'm also honest and real about everything. We did not play a good game coming off of a bye week. And I had a problem with that because for me, if we want the quote unquote, the glory days of the Miami Hurricanes where everybody was shell shocked and shook to come play mm-hmm. in that stadium, mm-hmm. that we coming off a of bye week. We putting our foot on your neck. We cutting off your air supply the first quarter, and you going back in that locker room, and our fourth string people are going to run you out the stadium. With that said, Van Dyke looked shook. He looked confused. Mm. He didn't know what he was doing. The defense was holding their own. Uh-huh. Defense was doing what they were supposed to do. Managed to get everything cleared up, situated. Um, second half. Start out rolling, and then a couple things happen. Van Dyke looks shell shock again. So now we get to the okay, we up now, we're up three. It's five minutes left in the game. You all know that played ball four minute offense. All you need to do is move the change, get the clock rolling, and that's it. It's gets down to what that minute 30 or minute 20 seconds or whatever. And it's that third and 10. And I'm looking. The clock's rolling. Why are we lining up? Mm-hmm. And you can tell that there was some confusion because on one end, well, let's let me backtrack. That whole entire series is going to the last two minutes of the game. I had an issue with Tyler. One one play, he had the line sitting at the line at 20 seconds. So now they're sitting there in their stance too long. Then there was a couple plays he snapped the ball at six, seven seconds as opposed to two or one second. So like drain the clock. Now we line up. Why are we lining up? Why aren't we taking the knee and just sacrifice it to get to two, three seconds in the fourth quarter, punt the ball? They're not going to run it back to stay in your lane, everything like that. Mm. Now, the Miami fan, the diehard Miami fan for me, I was looking at the replay. It's his elbow was down. But, but given the fact that always traditionally, the refs don't like you when I'm so and then people say I'm conspiracy. 
I don't care what I have watched football my entire life. It's so many calls that go against our team. When you go back and look at the replays, that is not the call, but somehow we get the call. Given that the whole game, there were some calls where it's like, mm, all right, whatever. It's gray area. That play was a gray area. His elbow was on the ground and they were pulling the ball out. After yeah, there's no gray area about that. It, 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 they, they, he was definitely down. He was sure. like, like, is there's he a was definitely down? A but, can I ask, the hurricane. Can I ask you a question? Can I you a question? Yeah, and I got a question after you. Okay. okay. So my question to you is, I, I agree with that because I know I saw the picture too. And her, yes, yeah, he was down. If down. anybody didn't see the picture unanimously, if you go look at it, if you go watch the play, that motherfucker was down. Yep. The point, the point of it is, how do you feel as a fan of that dude making that decision, knowing? We know ACC referees. We know ACC referees. Right. right, right. You know what I'm saying. So it's like it's like, why would you make the decision to put the game in the hands of chance at all when you could just hut knee? Let's go. For Happy me, birthday, Dale. You know what I mean. For me, it, and like I said, knowing how, like everybody, real, like all, like all season. This is not even a fan talking. Everybody knows the moment Florida State. And Miami is back within the top 10 consistently. For whatever reason, everybody got a little extra spunk and a little spark in college football. Because it's like the, I feel the same don't, way. Don't different teams, different teams, but I feel the same way. No, but I'm, I know I, I said just 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 stay over there. Stay in your I corner. got I got I'm, I'm <laughs> over here. Corner. I'm gonna have my time. I know they know I'm gonna have my time. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? Do what you do. But um, but the thing is, this is like only because of the whole pompous circumstance, the, the the history behind everything, that it's a constant like they in there being brash, loud, boisterous. But they're going to win. They're going to bring a different, pretty much what Dion's doing in Colorado right now. That 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 type of air. That's what I'm saying. Like that type of thing. That a different excitement in college football sure so but with that me knowing how to play ball it's like the one thing you don't want to do is give the ref the chance to screw over your team yep yep yeah i agree yes don't want never and we all played ball you, the coach always said you never let the ref decide the game for you yep in any sport make hey, it definitive hurricane i got a question for you though yeah Here, here's my here, and there's more Miami did this to themselves, bro. Oh no, I'm gonna tell you this from historically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the persona on the field, where that program was and where it is and where it's trying to go. It's like karma, yeah, karma's a bitch, and it always comes back around, man. And it's like it's like the Raiders in the NFL. Yeah, they will never get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I yes. feel like Miami yes. is one of the even even if you cleanse that program, which you guys have, and you do it the right way and, and so forth, mm -hmm. it's like it's gonna take a lot of winning to correct a lot of historical wrongs from a mm -hmm. from a national perspective, not mm -hmm. play on the field, but perspective of what people think about you. And that's what I that that's my what, what do you think about that? Niggas get shot every day, B. Yep. Damn. Niggas get shot every day. I mean, no, like it no, comes, it's like, true. we be all right. We'd be all right. Not, I mean, because the thing is, is we're going to get to a point where those penalties and everything won't matter mm -hmm. because we already dropped, we already put 50 on you, we already put right. 40 on you. 
and our right. and our freshmen from that still just got out of high school yesterday are in there and dominating you. So it's like it's a double edged sword. To the one that want to wear the crown, they got to deal with the consequences behind. Yep. It. And Mario it. Cristobal failed to read the room. You know what I'm saying? Like you coming into Back. Miami, you got to know this stuff. He know. And the thing is, this he got two natties. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows, like, he knows what comes with it. Come on, and man. And so what it is is that. But honestly, that was one of those they were out. They outcoached themselves by overthinking that play. Where yeah. it's like just. I agree. It was too. It was too easy and too simple to make the call. So I chalked it up to four things. Crystal Ball, Dawson, Van Dyke, and Kitchens. Oh, And everybody's like, what, why you put it on the safety? Me playing the D as a safety, I don't care. We in victory formation. I'm not moving off that goal line. Let, let Haynes King scramble. Let your linebackers, let your D linemen, because they run like linebackers, let okay. them take let them take care of the game. The clock's running. They got no timeouts. What the most he gonna do? Spike the ball and we go into overtime. If that, I'm not moving. But also too, Kitchens just came off of that that neck injury, that 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 concussion protocol. So he got a little rust on him. He had a little rust, little game 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 time rust. But other than that. Boy. Before we move move forward, I just want to, and I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm really not trying to salt it up, but I got to ask, like, what were your thoughts as far as mistakes made, move on, and the defense still gave up, like, gave up that touchdown? So what were your thoughts of, like, come on, defense? Like, I understand everything else that happens, and, like, you're down in spirits, you're like, what the hell, but to give up that, like. No, I took it personal. I took it personal as. Like I, the most I played was high school football, but I still know how to play the game. Right. And for me, it's like I'm not moving. If I'm in that game, yeah. you're not beating me deep. You're not beating me deep. I will stop you at the three yard line. Me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that's but college football. Uh, again, yeah, that is yeah, exactly. It college football is the one sport, which makes it exciting. Is when you're yeah. like, why would you do that dumb shit? Because he's in college. Damn. No, but, but, but also too. Giving the the situation of how that quarterback had played, even though we was de- destroying him throughout the game, he was still making plays. He was still yeah. hanging in there. And you know it's one of those, you got that one player that's constantly coming. Even I'll though segue. you know, he's constantly coming, you're going to make a play. Segue me. Can we, right. I, I can talk about some players that's constantly coming. Pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but for me, like uh, I took it on the chin, but I was, uh, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but not that one. Like I nobody say I didn't take it. I was like, you know what? Whatever. That's whatever. But now it's like, all right, get it over with. North Carolina is the next one. Then after that is Clemson. Now the thing is this: North Carolina and Clemson. That's the real. That's the two. The two ones that we can really gauge where Miami's at. North that, Carolina. The, those are the two. There's the one at the end of the season. After the, I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't worried about that. Hey, hey, they looking like I'm not. We gonna. It's looking like the year 2000 with the way my team performing and, and that team is performing. All I'm saying is this. Just like last weekend, well, 
two weekends ago, everybody get gets ready for certain teams and certain players and, and that team that's rolling. So we got that another good segue because everybody yeah. gets ready for certain teams. Yeah. And certain yeah. teams that sure. are rolling. And in and Dallas, Texas, on Texas, Saturday yeah. morning slash afternoon, there was the Red yeah, River rivalry so when I was younger. We caught it to shootout. And you know, Sterling, you was on Twitter riding with me. I could I could sit here. I know you see it on the shirt. I could sit here, you know what I'm saying, and, and yell and scream. No. There was someone on the internet that called Oklahoma the fakest team in, in, in the NCAA and the college football right now. Who said that? I had I had it was somebody I'm not and he don't deserve he had a he has a podcast and he had a bunch of Mississippi State stuff in the background. If you go look up Oklahoma versus the world on the on the on the internet, or if you just go look up the Oklahoma uh, video that they put out after we whooped Texas ass, he's at the beginning. But Oklahoma is the fakest team in, in college football. Ooh, boy. Last year we were last year our quarterback got knocked out. We had a tight end in the game. We got our ass beat forty nine to zero. After after we lost the guy that's about to win back to back Heisman's, or looks like he might win back to back Heisman's. Our coach left. Everything was gone. And so everybody, I had people in my local LA fitness taking Texas t-shirts and waving them. A dude walked up to me on the basketball court and said, fuck you talk about, you ready? And to him, I looked him square in the eyes and said, yes, the morning of the game, a very good friend of mine took a picture and showed us his Texas garb. He was draped and dripped out, looked immaculate, had the belt buckle on. And I responded to him, y'all play dress up. We play football. In the words of my mans from Oregon, we're going to play this shit on grass. And my team played on grass. I don't know what the fuck they was trying to do in the first half, but it was not play football because we came out there, and I was so proud to see this aggressive defense come out there from start to finish and show, show not only Texas, but show the world. What did you say in the beginning? Texas talking about we back. No, y'all didn't mean it. We mean it. <laughs> oh, you is back, and y'all got some shit to worry about because uh, that fr- the first thing that we was worried about is the fact that Texas beat Alabama and their front seven looked crazy nice. Oklahoma's front seven is crazy nice too. And if you think I'm lying, check out that goal line stand. At that moment in the game, I realized, yo, win, lose, or draw, yo, my team is nice. We out here balling. Jamil, Jaleel Farouk. Hey, the unknown, that's number three for those who don't know about it. Real speed. He's out there getting it. I mean, the game went back and forth. It was a great game. I can't say I love the fact that we started the game like we start most other games. Started out with the pick. Gentry Williams getting the pick off the tip. The next, yep. the, the, I, think, I think it was their next drive that they did have. Sanders, I forget his first name, Texas, big, the big O, six foot seven, super tight end. Everything that you want. Billy Bowman said, yo, man, I'm here to play football. And football pass crack. We're going to see what happens when my, pack, my pass crack against your pass. You know what happened? Booger. If you don't know what booger means, when you pick your nose. And a pick is an interception. <laughs> there you go. Booger's taking it. We got that. Take it back. You know what I'm saying? All throughout the day. And, oh, let me give a shout out to Stutzman. Number 28 for those who don't know names. Showing his ass. That's the linebacker that I was playing from sideline to sideline the entire game. Again, goal line stand with Xavier Worthy getting the full head of steam going to the goal line. No, son. Do you lift weights? Because we do in Norman. I don't know what y'all do in Austin, 
but we lift weights. And I just love it. And now we rank number what number five in the nation. Um, I feel like good things are coming coming towards OU. I feel like all they got to do is win the games they got ahead of them. I know that's Captain Obvious, but you know that's harder that's harder uh, than it seems at times. I will let y'all go in in, in a second and just let y'all say what y'all got to say about the game. I will say this though, during the game uh, or before the game, they had a trivia question, and it was what teams have beaten Oklahoma and Texas more than any other teams when they have matched up. And it was a crazy answer. It was BYU and it was Northwestern. The crazy thing about it is I believe in two weeks, it may be three, but I believe in two weeks, with all the people from Texas telling me, we'll see you in the championship. Guys, you have to play BYU in two weeks. And you may not give a fuck about BYU, but you have never given a fuck about BYU. And they always beat you. So I would say look out for that. Oh, you got to look out for the various trap games going forward. Mm-hmm. But I love I love what they show. Dylan Gabriel is a motherfucking man. I have been I have been known to be wanting to see Jackson Arnold play. Um, but from start to finish, he was a leader in that game. The last drive, being able to take it all the way down the field in a minute and less time. And I only realized that he had enough time to get a touchdown, not just a field goal and to throw for a touchdown. Nick Anderson with the catch. Great catch. Great finish. All around great game, I will say. And I will give another shout out to Pat, uh, uh, Peyton Bowen. Uh, from uh, Denton Guy, which I want to say one more thing about that high school because I see why they won state uh, for forcing that fumble. But that's that high school had three guys in the, or three guys playing for these teams. Two guys in that game were making an impact because that linebacker Hill from Texas making all the plays was awesome. Denton Guy, I don't know if they got anything else on the game, but uh, yeah, we win, y'all lose, take that. All right, all I would say about the game is just that um, it was it was a very very entertaining game, like games of the past. Um, the only thing um, that I would change is that if it went over or overtime, that's the only thing I'll change. Yeah, yeah, I, would I, because I know you wouldn't because, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't do that. But but for me, yeah, overtime would have been 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 just, just made it so much better. But uh, what a great way to close out the uh, the Big 12 chapter. And as you know, they're going to carry it over in the SEC. Uh, so that's going to be a whole different um, – level of a play there so but uh starting what do you think about the game i know you don't you don't you don't believe you know in the uh the the the, the red river rivalry and the you know no um, i do i do yeah. he was watching them quarterbacks throw the ball yeah of course <laughs> i mean and i Grades, saw always <laughs> i saw russell wilson jr in action bro dylan gabriel okay okay <laughs> you know okay. uh he played a good game man like i liked everything i saw from him uh you know the fact that like he utilize his legs so much to like carry the team to victory like i think it speaks volumes to like him as a player you know what i'm saying because you you know looking at a college prospect you want a guy that will do any not saying guys don't do anything to win but like that dude yeah. literally put his body on the line to like get a dub and he led i mean last year on this show we were talking about ou being in a bad place and we were hoping that uh, you know, your head coach, right, would get it together. And in one season, one it took one season, and they're back. Like, that's impressive. So we got we to gotta give Brett Venables some credit on Can that. Can I interject you know real quick? Cause, yeah. Cause he's, he's doing what Dion did at a higher level. 
Oh man, think, I, I don't. Think I don't about that. I, no, think of, no, no. I'm saying, no, you can't, you can't do that. No, 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 no. I, no, I know, no, no. I know, listen, I know what you're saying. No, 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 no. Listen, no, because I know people are like, well, I don't. I'm saying, as far as you see, <laughs> the trend, who are the Dale? This is what I mean. <laughs> who are the Who are the nah. top? Who are the Who would you say are the top five coaches that use the transfer portal right now or school? Right. You would say Dion did a hell of a job because he revamped that whole roster, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, this man Brent Venables did the same exact team, same exact thing. He revamped this whole entire roster. His team is number five. Yeah, he, I mean you're right. Like, but I think it goes. And Dion's got the better quarterback. So I'm, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing the teams. I'm just saying. You talking about just, add, add, just yeah, the fact of utilizing the portal utilize, and turning yeah, over your roster? Yeah, yeah, this is what this is the this is what Dion aims to do with what what, what he's doing with the portal. Like that, I'm giving credit. I'm not shading Dion. I'm giving credit no, to Brett no, Venables no. for yeah, being Brett able, Venables. For being able to pull so, so let me say this: Brett Venables couldn't do what Dion's doing in Colorado. He couldn't do it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm. I'm not talking about the. No, I know. I'm just job. making a statement. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, apples I'm glad and oranges you did. on that. So people, yeah. So people don't think I'm saying Brent Venables is better. Da, da, da. No, I'm just. You're, saying you're making the fact that he that, turned over his program. He utilized the, yes, the transfer portal. The and he put out the a winner. Portal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and, and and not only just utilizing it, but I'm not talking. We're not talking about just getting okay. He went out there and got demons from every. Yeah, every, he he did good. Like. He, yeah. He did really good. And you know what the cool thing is, is like seeing that defense respond. Like, you you know, that yeah. that's his calling card. And to see them play like that, like, you know, they were – I mean, you talk about like just vicious and taking the ball away. Like running – I mean, I know the Red River Rivalry is going to invoke that, right? But the fact that they were flying around the ball and, oh, you know, and they knew in that game, they knew it was going to get close at some point and you didn't see them waver. Like they kept at it and they and they gave them the knockout punch. And yeah. I got to give them all the credit for that. It was it was it was the, it was one of the hardest hitting games in college football so far. Um, Sorry, and Dale. I believe, and I believe and I believe one of, and I believe one of the announcers said so. Um, <laughs> on on the on the side on the side of of Texas, which ugh, it's like throw through our mouth. Quinn Ewers' response in the second half goes unnoticed. Um, the man started the game terribly. Yeah. And I think he ended up the game and he had maybe like two incompletions and then he had like a string of like 19 in a row. Um, he's for real. Um, so I, yeah, he, he's for real. So, and Dylan Gabriel is too, but like, I I just want to, I want to point that out as I was watching that game, like he's, he's, he's for real. And, and, uh, sweat their defensive linemen. He is also uh, the real deal, blowing up plays by himself. But yeah. uh, all in all, all in all, it was a great game. Respect to Texas for what they did. Uh, but no, we beat that ass. And the only time you can beat us is when we're down. Because uh, when we're up, you guys are down in the scoreboard. Sorry. All right. Texas. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get over to our sushi bits uh, section here. So, I even forgot what I picked. I know I took the L big time. Is uh, did I, did Her, I, Hurricane going to hang out here with us? And, and I mean, listen, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, 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 hey
this is sushi. You come kick it with us. You can kick well, it with us. I'm, I'm glad you are here, Hurricane, because we, we had only one person show up this week and, and get a correct score. And that's the Spite Monster came in with a win on the Jets. Oh, my God. The Spite Monster. First of all, you don't get points for picking the damn Jets. You don't get points for that. You that My, my son could have picked that. Speaking yeah. of no points... You uh, took a zero this week with your hey, Mar- Maryland pick, and you know what? OSU it was a push. You know what? I'll take that because no one, no one thought Maryland was gonna. I mean, they 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 kind of shit the bed in the third quarter. You mean old Tyler? That was a that was a risky bet. I, I I'll give myself a pat on the back for that risky bet right there. You mean the paid old. off with nothing for that risk? That's okay. I mean, you you got you know little measly ten dollars on the on the Jets with your little two and a half, so. Why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you do a big boy bet this week, Chris? Yeah. I'm, I'm, a big boy bet. I'm one and two on the Jets so far. Missouri <laughs> Blue Cock, man. I, I I renounced my loss because Missouri Blue Cock, and they should have done that. <laughs> yeah. They 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 should have won that. Fuck that. Oh, they're about to make the list. So they're first, about to make the list of motherfuckers I can't trust. First up to pick this week right. is Boogie, who who lost with Kentucky. Yeah, they they Georgia said oh, you, you bet against you, me. You predict you nope, predict I, I picked I picked Kentucky to cover, okay? Cover I don't know why he did that. What that you was, doing, that man? Was, they were that like, was a Chris that uh, was Cristobal esque. You, like, you, uh, you, you you my dog, man. You know you're not supposed to pick against the, the bulldog. Hey, man, the, the ship was yeah, getting kind of close. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm pretty sure yeah. they, they can cover right. So this hey, one I'm Boogie Delson, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. All right, <laughs> yeah. right. Come on, man. You know that's my second team. All right. How would you NFL? I'm, I'm going with the NFL. I'm going with the Rams and the cards, and I'm going to get the Rams to cover the over here. I think it's – from what I'm looking, they got a seven-point spread. Do they? So you're looking for the Rams to, to, to cover the points or yeah. the over? They better. Shoot. Yeah. Okay, it's so the, Cardinals. Uh, the best spread is six and a half through Bet Victor. Yeah, that's true. But uh, less than a touchdown is pretty good. All right. Next up, Sports Plug Russ lost with Mizzou. You're three <laughs> and two. You're three and two oh in the my. season. Still oh my God, Missouri, you're killing me. I don't know if y'all saw that game and how it went, but. Getting the bed is 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 just personified with that. All right, so um, I want to preserve. Oh yeah, call it a bitch ass bet if you want. I want to preserve my my uh my status. I want to go four and two. So I am actually going. And then I okay. Um, no, fuck that. I gotta go out. We got the biggest game of the weekend, Oregon versus Washington. And I feel like with me being oh. the call head, I got to be the one to go out and get on this one. Um, I picked Oregon to win the Pac-12. They are plus three and a half. I'm going to take Oregon with a plus three and a half because that's what I should do. But I'm gonna let the world know I'm probably gonna be rooting for Washington because I I, I fucks with Michael Penix Jr. But okay. I'm putting my money on Oregon. If you got money, because they play that shit on grass, I put it on I put it on Oregon plus three and a half, and uh, that's the biggest game in college football this week in Seattle. So there you go. Boom. All right, I like it. Sterling, 
I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, you played defense this week and protected your, your two-game lead over the rest of us. With the Sterling, what is record? rule number one, bro? No, no, no. Sterling. I'm going to tell you. 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 The Bills going to beat the Giants by multiple scores. It, it, it's, the Giants are they, – they don't – look, Daniel Jones ain't playing. Tyrod Taylor's playing. They got like eight injuries to starters. Like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely taking the Bills on this one. I, I, when do we get sick of watching Happy Gilmore play dodgeball against sixth graders? I just – who are you talking about? I'm talking about the Bills oh. just keep getting fat on bottom feeders. Okay, okay. You're giving up to 15? Yeah, Bill's going Bill's gonna to beat him by a couple hey, Chris, scores. Hey, Chris, Chris. I, I, I mean, bet you McDermott – you know, No, I, I don't want to hear your oh, slander, Chris. Oh, we got coming up. I don't want to hear your slander. Stop it. He forgot. going to find a way to cover it. Or, I mean, Dabble's going to find a way to cover it. This is very important, you guys. This is very important. Chris, we cannot forget the degenerate spill because we forgot to tell the people about what to call if they have a problem gambling like the last couple weeks. So, Has there been an uptick in in gambling degenerates? Because we There probably has been. I would say yes anytime someone asks that. All right. So – uh, I am I'm, I'm now up to two and three after spike betting the Jets into a W. He beat the system. <laughs> he did. He he broke the he broke Chris. You broke one of the rules, but you won. Sterling, I'm gonna you try to. Use I'm gonna that. ride the I'm gonna ride the Jets roller coaster here, and I'm taking the Eagles minus seven. Everybody, everybody's pumping up the Jets tires because they they beat the fucking Broncos or whatever. Give me a break. Eagles will humble. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I, you ain't wrong. No, nah, yeah, you know it's gonna argue with that. Oh, look at that. Yes, he, he just probably gonna tap that ass. We think the same. I got the Rams over Arizona too. Hurricane. Do you so, have uh do you have a pick locked and loaded by chance? Uh, do you? Yeah. Oh, hey, new segment. Fan pick. Fan pick? <laughs> fan pick. Well, I ain't no fan. Fan pick. He's I ain't no fan. Dale, play the role. I am play the role, damn it. I am the Now, wait. You are a – I'm going to do this motherfucker dance, and we're going to call this fan pick for the rest of the people that are fans. All right, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Fan pick. Oh, man. The fucking Dolphins. Fan pick. Boogie. Oh, do the dance. dance. Right. Do the dance, nigga. Listen, fan pick. Listen, that's a layup. Mm, 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 fan oh, pick. That's a layup right there. Mm, mm, mm. Somebody's gonna do this shit with me. Fan pick. <laughs> well, mm, the, fan, the, the, the fan quote unquote fan in this scenario is trying mm, to make mm, their pick. Yeah, it's a layup. The the, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man, y'all gonna do the fan pick with me? Fan yeah. Zoom. So now, now you can do the degenerate fan. speech. But uh, Anthony, let's check the comments fan first here. Let's see, let's see if anyone else I will do it. the I will do the degenerate speech when someone does the fan the fan pick dance. I was just doing it. Hey Russ. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, oh, oh fan pick. Oh. I got a lot pick. of people should have covered. You know what, Dan? A lot of people should have covered, but they but didn't. They didn't. All right. But they didn't. And that's why and the, hey. Dan, that's why you have to that's why you have to like make a list of people that let you down, yeah. Gambino. And check it twice, and oh, never bet on listen, them again. Speaking Bino, of- Bino was telling you twice about rule number one, and Dave uh, also got stung by rule number one last week, trying to bet against the Bills. I'm just trying to tell y'all, man. Like you don't. Okay, degenerate speech. Here we go. You already know what it is. We love betting, and betting is fun, and is now legal in the United States of America and some places. Not in Florida. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Not hey, in you Florida. know what? But if you know what you need to know, 
then you know what you need to know and you can bet what you need to bet. But but uh but yeah, so anyways, uh you know what I'm saying you already know the rules, guys. Don't bet on your favorite team, uh don't bet with your last dollar, and don't bet with hate or with all your heart. And of course, the greatest thing of all I can give you this information right here. If you have a problem betting, please call one eight hundred gambler and get that problem solved because we do not want to have anybody betting unless it is just for fun. Boogie, let's do the dance. Oh, all right. I see you. Right on time it is. Is we have the second segment, my, my personal favorite and yours. You know, we got the either or coming up. And Russ, what you got? All right, yeah. no, you know what I'm saying. We the already either. know what it is. It's time for the or. either. Or and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put this up here. This it has to do with right now how they're playing in the league this year. Who would you rather have, Max Crosby or the lethal giant, Miles Garrett? Mm. I already know. Let's go with Florida Dale. Who do you have first? Who you got? Great value, my, uh, Von Miller. All right, so you're going with Miles Garrett. Yeah. Great, great value. <laughs> great value, my Von Miller. I mean, because they, they went to Texas and, you know, yeah, and all true. that stuff or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Great value on Von Miller. He is the poor man's Von Miller. I would but, say what's but what's helping them know is that he has a Darius Smith on the other side. That's what's helping them out over there. Is that they have that other defensive end spot locked up. So I'm gonna go with Crosby on this one. Ooh. Talk to him. I'm gonna go with Crosby on this one. Uh whenever I I, I have, you know, watched a uh, Raiders game. One thing I know is like that, that motherfucker uh, is 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 angry. He plays very angry, uh, very aggressive, very very, very aggressive. And that that you know, Miles Garrett is is, is a great athlete. Uh, he did take off the helmet uh, and hit somebody in the head with it. And then to me, that 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 does more <laughs> points. But uh, Crosby just he he plays a little bit more, you know, a little bit more piss and vinegar, as they I think they say. I yeah. think right now has I think right now is getting a lot of it's getting a lot of uh lean in your direction, uh Boogie. Because right now, I'll go before I let Sterling go, because you know he's the analyst that's 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 dang. Um this one, and immediately when I picked it, I said, Man, do I need to pick Garrett because he's the player that I like more? But honestly, it's Max Crosby for me. Like right now, when you see the Raiders play, it is Max Crosby wreaking fucking havoc in the backfield 100% of the time. Not 90, not 10. He's trying hit, and by no means is this a comparison and saying that he's as good as this guy, but he's doing his best, like Watt impression. Like, as far as I am going to be back here all day. In your quarterback space, no matter what blocking scheme you put at me, no matter what guys you have, I, I'm back here. And and then watching him like what he did last night or two nights ago, what he's been doing, and, and he's fun to watch. Like when you if you ever I mean, we all just like to watch right. football. So if you catch a Raiders game, you're watching the offense because you want to see if Devontae Adams go go off. But you find yourself watching their defense and saying, they not just loaded. I mean, I love Diablo, but they're not just like loaded. But, like, he just stands out watching, like, damn. That motherfucker right there got some game. Like, bend, strength, finesse. Like, he's just got it all, and he's just there. Like, 
I like what what is what is that one guy on um on TikTok? Like, man, I like the way that guy runs. Like, man, I like the way Max plays football. Like, like cause it, it's just dope to watch and it's entertaining. But go ahead, Sterling. I'm gonna take Miles Garrett here. Um I feel like both I mean both these guys are dominant football players, right? I'm not gonna take in you know, that's why either yeah. or's are hard, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I love the yeah. I love yeah. the exercise, yeah. right? But Miles Garrett is just a more physically dominating, more athletic, better nuanced pass rusher than Max Crosby. I mean, you talk about like you literally both these guys are game records, but like Miles Garrett adds a whole level, another level of like, hold on, like you got to account for this motherfucker every single snap. Like you don't you rarely see Miles Garrett getting phased out of a play. You know what I'm saying? Like he he just and he's consistent all the time. Like when you have, and I've never seen this before, but y'all saw the clip where the two tight ends were following Miles Garrett around, and he's going back and forth on the other side. Yeah. Like that is the that's the most respect that you could pay a defensive player right there. That's some Calvin Johnson shit. Yeah, right. So he's he's a he's a he's a he's a game changer, man. He's a he's a he's a math problem. Right, he is a he's a real math problem. So I like both players, but I got to go with Miles Garrett here. All right, I think we're we're split two and two. Dale, you created the split this week. Um, so yeah, I think we're split. We're hey, split that's a that's two a and two. Uh, uh, Boogie, you want me to go ahead and get him with the with the with the spiel? Go ahead, and get him with the spiel, brother. Okay, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna spiel it. Hey, you guys <laughs> need to go ahead and hit us in the comments. Who you rather have, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett? Which one would you rather have right now? It's the either. And the or go ahead and while you're there, hit that like, hit that subscribe, even hit that bell. You know what I'm saying? So every time we do talk, you can listen. But that's the either or what's next. All right. Now we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go over to the NFL, uh the big pros, the big boy league, you know. Um so this mm-hmm. past week is uh done, it's gone in the books. Uh and with that, you know, uh some 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 plays they can't let you know last week uh pretty much mm-hmm. go. Uh it's been a war of words between the mm-hmm. 49ers and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of chirping after the game. Uh, a lot of stuff, you know, became personal after Kittle wore a shirt that said F Dallas. Um and look, um, you know, <laughs> it's pretty clear. Uh, Fuck you, Sterling. We got our ass kicked. Fuck you, man. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. It's, it's pretty clear. It's hey. pretty clear that you know where uh, you know, and, and this is an old rivalry. If you yeah, know, it is. That that people don't know that this is this one of the oldest rivalries you know in professional football. But I just want to go ahead and just go into our uh, Cowboys uh, correspondent here. Don't go to us. Don't go to him, man. Don't go to him. We got to go. No, 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 no. Dale, I am the honest. I am the honest cowboy. Okay, that's good. That's one. So yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not one of the illusionists. Um. So we just got to ask, kick. Um. Was it? Was it a bury the ball game? No. I think one of these. One of the things that we notice about this game is the fact that, man. We pile on Dak, and anger does take a part of that with your team losing. Dak got to play better in these big games. Like, it's just it's just very apparent to me. And this, this is what something was said to me after we lost to the Cardinals. In every game that the Cowboys lose or, quote, unquote, look bad in, can it not be you? Like, can you not be the focal point of the stank? 
Like, can you not be like the the epicenter of where the stank come from that that evolves into the overwhelming loss? Um, there's nothing really good to take from the game at all. You got your ass kicked. Your quarterback played like shit. You literally have put us in a position as Cowboys fans that are realistic to say, yeah, we're going to win some games this year. We might win Monday night, beat the Chargers ass. But we're going to lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. Me, I think the second round of the playoffs, just like we did, same way. Uh, unless for some miracle reason the 49ers can lose because the only elite team that we could possibly beat is the Eagles, and that's just because they're in our division. And that y'all know how divisions in the NFL goes. You can play a division four. They could they could slip up and get you, and that's the only team that we can beat. Dak, someone told me, man, the 49ers have y'all's number. And I said, man, everybody that's good at football has Dak's number. And that's a fucking problem. Um, mm. He's really good against lesser competition, uh, but when the stakes get high, he chokes He chokes on you. Um, and, and, and it's just one of those things that's like, I think the problem uh, and the reason – you got me. And he came in. He came in. came in like the Mortal Kombat man. He just came in. Yeah, man. I just, I just knocked me straight off. Christian uppercutted me. I'm in this fucking fight night days. Um. No, I just I'll just close it up. Man, they just whooped their ass. I think that uh, Dak needs to play better in these type of games. Now, I will add this for everybody else's comments. I do think that one of the reasons why he's not playing better in these types of games is because they paid him the money, and Jerry's ego put him in a position to say, "I'm not going to build a elite elite team like the Eagles around you. I'm going to give you a team like the Chiefs, but he's not Patrick Mahomes." Um, so it's costing the Cowboys in the long run because Dak's not going to save you. Right. He's just not going to fuck it up if it's built right. And right now it's built in a position where he has to save us. And what Kendrick say, I'm not your savior. <laughs> He's not your savior. Like, so, and, and that's, the, and that's the problem the Cowboys have. And I don't really know how we're going to get out of it. And I just want to add our fucking, uh, inside run game, physical run game fucking sucks. Uh, Sucks. We if you ask the Cowboys to get a two yard run or something like that, physicality is not our mo right now, and that's not good when you're a football team. You do not want to be a finesse football team. But what y'all got, man? I'll take the floor on this one. Uh, I think you're right about Dak. Um, man, you want to see you want to see him rise to the occasion on these moments, man. And and that's a, that's the sad thing about it because like they got the roster. But you know what? I'm going to place blame on somebody that most, I think, probably would be like, what are you talking about? CeeDee Lamb. Oh, okay. okay. CeeDee oh, Lamb's got to – CeeDee Lamb has to make it easier for Dak. Like like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs makes it easier for Josh Allen. I don't feel like CeeDee Lamb – I need him to take that next step to be elite. And he hasn't. He hasn't. And so – um. By the time we get on the show next week, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna go and watch all the Cowboys games on all 22, and I'm gonna go over route separation and like what's the problem with CD Lamb because like we I don't want to heap all the blame on Dak because we knew what Dak was coming in the season, 
right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But why no, isn't CD Lamb like like when you look at the the 49ers, there's no one in that secondary from a cornerback perspective that you're like, okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, CD, yeah. you should have this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at guys like Brandon Ayuk, consistently gets open, makes plays. He's the yeah. number one receiver in San Francisco, not Debo Samuel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. Like you need you need your guy on a championship caliber team, which I think the Cowboys are. CeeDee Lamb's got to play better. He got to play better. And that wasn't good enough for me. Um, I need Michael Parsons to shut the fuck up. Like you got to shut oh, up. Now. You got to be quiet now. Yeah, man. I, I love Michael Parsons. I think he's the best defensive player in football. But you just got your ass whooped. I think of what a leader does, in my opinion. I mean, you talk your shit behind closed doors, but like getting on a podcast and saying all this and that, like, no, let you got your ass. Well, it'd be one thing bro, if it was a one score say, game, you know what I'm saying? And they say, lost my touchdown, to, bro. To say, oh, you, but you got embarrassed, you, you got embarrassed, like, I got bro, embarrassed, like, miss he me. literally, he literally pulled the getting beat up and bloody face saying, fuck you, nigga, shut up, yeah, you, you lost, go home, recalibrate. And, and, and you know what? The the thing is, is like, okay, this this wasn't the first meeting between the Cowboys and the 49ers. This shit happened in the playoffs too. And they and they failed, they failed to rise to the occasion. That's a problem to me, man. So I can't put it all on Dak, although Dak does play a part. He is what he is. But the the pieces around him gotta play better. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, Hurricane uh, Odell, do you got oh, my, my bad. Uh, Kittle, rock your shit to the Victor go to spoils because I believe 100%. You doing your thing, you do your thing. All right, got anything you want to add before we move on? Uh, Dale, no. well, the thing is, this Dak O line is old. Like, let, let's think, let's think about it. When Dak was becoming Dak, he had a lot running back in Zeke, mm-hmm. and he had a solid O line that O line protected Dak. And all Dak had to do was play action, dump off here, dump off there, let Zeke run the ball, let the O-line play out the line. Now his O-line is old. Now Dak has to play. Now Dak has to be top five, top ten quarterback. Dak can't do top five, top ten quarterback. They don't want to run no more. But that's the whole (laughs) thing. And and, 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 as much as I like Tony Pollard, they can't do it because the O-line is old. They constantly getting hurt. Mm, he's not an every down in between the tackles back no, either. No, I'm as, as I, but that's what I'm saying. I like Tony Pollard, but reality is this: you got to have a line to clear your your some some kind of running lanes for your back. Something, something, because because Dak is not a I'm gonna sit there and sling it. Dak is a I got to run the game. I can do quick passes. Everything Dak is not gonna beat you doing no three five step drops. Dak's not doing that. That's not Dak's game. Dak is a I'm he's realistically he is a glorified game manager right now. Mm. Glorified game manager. I mean that's not okay. Now I'm the person that says I'm not putting a negative connotation on that's on, not negative, on, but, on that's a game. but he but you don't want I, but y'all know how I think about football. That's what I want. I want yeah. a glorified game manager on my team. Give me a bunch of athletes that know what they do when they get the pill in their hand and, and a defense and a glorified game manager, and I'll get you some championships because he's just not going to fuck up. Dak's just making mistakes because he's because he's put in a position where he he's trying to do too much, and if you're right, Sterling, which I'm going to have to look at that too because I do see some things from CD that are kind of like 
you could do a little bit more to help the QB yeah. out, man. You know what I'm saying? If you're a number one like that, like you should just be open just because. And it's kind of yep. like you're waiting for someone else to cook it up. All right. He should have did that with that damn phone on draft day. <laughs> I mean, he had to do what he had to do. She can't have it. I'm just saying. She can't have it. <laughs> All right. So we'll just go ahead and uh, with the draft, uh, the trade deadline looming upon us in the NFL. Uh, couple of players are rumored to be on the move. Uh, I've heard things as far as Kirk Cousins uh, might be on the move. I was like, what? No, I don't, I, I don't believe so. But nevertheless, the room mill steady churns, especially when it comes to trades. So what player would you think that uh, – well, let's go ahead. Which team that, that's struggling right now would need to make a trade for what player to turn their season around? You know, we can just have a little fun with this one. It doesn't have to be, you know, in the realm of, uh, you know. I mean, say it don't have to be a real possibility. You <laughs> yeah, have a possibility. You what know, you, want to, imagination see, what you want to see happen. Yeah. Well, I, shit, I'll go first with that. Uh, okay. okay. The Bills need to go get Patrick Sertain. Ah, need, that's, yeah. a, that's actually well, not an impossibility. You, need, you, you, you do need that, though. Yeah, they need it because Kyrie Elon got worked. Cause y'all, yeah, because y'all about to get me out there. Yeah, right. Like for real. That I ain't touched the gra- I ain't touched grass in twenty years. So Bro. you got what Josh Norman? Uh, they they bringing Josh Norman back. Uh, it's rough. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Josh Norman, like, come on, man. What the hell is he gonna do? Like he's been out the league for how many years? Three like, years, bro. Three years, bro. Yeah. After that, Derrick Henry stiff arm. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard one, brother. It's gonna be a hard one to come. Three back. years. Uh, he's Ooh. on a practice squad. I don't think he's gonna ever suit up. I think he's a, he's gonna be serve as a mentor okay. uh, to Kyrie Elam. That's what I've been okay. told. Okay. But still, like it, the the idea is, if they need him in the pinch, he could play. That's that's what I heard. Well, shit, they might well call Coach Rump. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's stupid, man. I'm so pissed off about that. I mean, if if, if I were to go ahead and, and for myself. <laughs> And I guess I'll, I'll stick with the Saints, and you know, and, and I, w- I will say this: the one trade that I want the Saints to make, and I don't care. You can say whatever you want to say, but goddamn it, man! Let's go ahead and get Sean Payton back. I want to trade for that motherfucker back. He ain't happy over there. Oh no, man! He ain't happy. He ain't yeah, and you look at Russell Wilson's back. Stats, yeah, Denver will give you him. Yeah, <laughs> give us, give us him back. Hey, in New Orleans, you don't want him back. Y'all done used it up. Good, yeah. let him keep it. It's he said, "All right, now the goat says you think he's the final way to get cooked from nah, 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 nah. nah. You good on that too? Nah, we good. Yeah, I'm brother. just gonna say, yeah, you don't want Sean Payton right now because if you look at Russell Wilson's stats, nigga balling. I th- um." I th- yeah, yeah, but I, but I will say this: as far as it's crazy trades or trades, um, if I was the Minnesota Vikings, I would call the Arizona Cardinals and be like, "Yo, if y'all really trying to get Caleb, how y'all want to do this? Y'all want to get Kurt, uh, Kurt on this? How many years left he got? Take Kurt for the rest of his shit, and uh, you can go ahead and give us Kyler. Um, you could always go back to when I told everybody. And this is why I brought up Russell Wilson stats. I told everybody I would trade Dak for Russell Wilson right now. I would still do that shit. Uh, even though everybody hates him, I would still do that shit because Russell Wilson's going to make the throw when you need to make it. We're not going to talk about that Super Bowl shit because that was a Pete Carroll thing. Uh, bad play call. Uh, but 
No, nah, um, those are those are about it. I, I don't really see any any teams that that like you know a, a trade is is really just what they need. I think the season's just playing out. I mean, um, I don't know if y'all think I'm crazy, but the one I would make earlier in the season that had a possible. Oh, I'm sorry. There is one that I would love to see. Uh, of course, we're gonna like Boogie. You gonna stay Saints? I'm gonna stay Cowboys. I would love to see the Cowboys something to get Kyle Pitts. Um, and that's just because I'll say it until the cows come home, crows come home, whatever, chickens come to roost. Dak says Hut, he looks at tight ends, so why not get him a tight end that's deemed a super tight end? But that's about it. That's, yeah, that's what I got. All right. Uh, Dale, you got anything you want to add in trade you want to see? Uh, no, because the yeah. Dolphins already did some shit that I didn't expect it exactly. So. All right. Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. Not my. I'm. I'm gonna leave that alone because we already know my rant about Claypool. Like why? Like why? Why? So I know this is scenery number three for him, but this is something that I still not still don't understand why they got rid of Gasecki from him. But they do need a big body, um, like a tight end type, a big body to to complement that speed. Um, so hopefully, um, the coaching from McDaniel, from what I can see, he encourages his players. He doesn't put them down. He gives them positives because as you can see, you see Tua doing what he's been doing because McDaniel has sat down with him and showed him, Hey, you can be this guy because I can see this in you. So he's been doing the coaching job to say, in encouraging in that I'm and I'm going to augment your strong suits right now. And that's what he's been doing with the team. And that's why the Dolphins have been responding the way been, they've been responding. So with Claypool, what is something is Sean a, McDermott would never do? Oh, oh boy. Okay, you ain't got no room to lose. Happy bird make shit in this. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say from last week. But no. um we can get a claypool, but no, but no, but realistically, the clay, the claypool thing, I'm gonna give him a chance. I'm gonna give him a chance because this will this will complement the speed. Now you got a target that can actually move. That's a big body, because yeah. because Smith and everything that's cool. But for me, if they kept Gasecki, the Dolphins would be a totally different team. But that's just me. But yeah. All right. yeah. No, or, or do we got to move on? No, we can go ahead. We can. If you got something you want to say, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Without, to your Gasecki point, the problem with with Gasecki in that offense, he doesn't block. And tight ends in that yeah. offense, they got to block. In, in, right? In, in, yeah, yeah. So that's why he ain't there because that he just refuses to block. <laughs> right. But yeah, we'll see how Claypool works out, man. I, I I mean, you hope that he can. You know, I'm giving him effective. a chance. I'm giving him a chance because when he was in Pittsburgh, it was like everything was all roses and sunshine. Yeah, and everything when it was good, but when he got bad, he got lazy. And then the same thing, it reflected in 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 Chicago. Yeah, when it was TikTok bad, he just got lazy. Don't so for me, it's like it's a winning environment, though. Right, right. So it's like let's see, maybe maybe the sunshine in 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 the. The Brazilian chicks down here will do something. Hey, it's up a time, young man. Hey, it's up a time. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get to our Sterling Power Rankings. That is the cue from Chris. There it goes. 
Uh, so Sterling, what is the power ranks we got for this week, brother? All right, man. So here's here's first. Do I do I get to defend the Bills real quick? Is yeah, that okay. is that a thing? So let me defend the. You know what? I'll, I'll get to the Bills in the power ranks. So here, number ten. I got to see out of Seahawks here, man. Uh, just like last year, you know, where this is a team that went on the radar. You know, they're solid on defense, man. They they they're trying to create the next legion of boom. And uh they got some hey Witherspoon is a dog. Yeah. Well, we talked about him at length. Uh, big dog. Draft. Yeah, he's a big dog. So uh I like what they're doing, man. I like the, the the combination of the running game with Zach Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker, and you know, Gino is actually having another good season. So I gotta give them all the credit. I do have a problem with uh Jackson Smith and Jigman not bad, it's Sterling. just like he's non existent in the offense. Yeah. This is the, this is the last time I know. We were when he, when he's playing good, we refer to him as Legino, uh, the great. <laughs> we'll go ahead then. So yeah, I got I got the Seahawks here at number ten. Number nine is the Ravens, and and I got y'all in the power rankings, uh, top ten because I feel like y'all sucked on Sunday. Like you let uh, a Kenny Pickett glove wearing ass quarterback dice you up when when it mattered the most, man. And he's greatest man. Yeah, man, Kenny Pickett, dude. Uh, he, you know, I don't know if y'all know the backstory behind this, but he on that long touchdown play to uh, George Pickens. So what what happened was they were showing a, like a, a cover zero blitz on that play, and uh, it was something that they shown earlier in the game, and that wasn't the play call that was supposed to happen. Kenny Pickett took control. He overrode Matt Canada, put them in the right uh, protection on the right play call and made the game win and play. So like, I got to give Kenny Pickett a shout out for that. So, but the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, um, I'm sorry, man, but like, you gotta, like, if you want to be considered one of the elite quarterbacks, you got to win games like this, man. And I feel like Lamar Jackson is just kind of eh right now. You know, we, we talked about giving him time to get acclimated to the offense, but like, man, w- what's the excuse? We can't keep making excuses for Lamar Jackson. Right, like he's got to play better. He's got to play better. So, but I still have the. I still believe in the Ravens. I got them here at number nine. I got the Cowboys here. Um, you, you lost to the best team in the league. Like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna throw too much shade. I just wish that they would have shown a, had a better showing against, you know, the 49ers. Like you in these games in the regular season, it's not about you winning, right? But it's about are you showing like okay, you give a when, fuck. Yeah, when you get to the playoffs, like, I know what I can do to beat you. And right now, the Cowboys, they just didn't look the part. They did not show up and look the part. So, I hope things change. I feel like CeeDee Lamb, if they're going to take that next step, I think it's on CeeDee Lamb more than it is on Dak. So, I want to see CeeDee Lamb. He's going to have to step up. Um, The Jacksonville Jaguars, they beat the Buffalo Bills in London. Uh, This was a playoff team last year. I saw some big boy throws from uh, Trevor Lawrence. But let's, let's let's keep it a buck here, okay? These motherfuckers are there for two weeks. They 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 interviewed Travis Etienne after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, it was a big advantage for us because you know we got to be over here, got acclimated, and so forth." He goes, "When we were over here the previous week, we were dog tired, and they beat the Falcons, right? But the Falcons are the Falcons." So I got the Jags here that rightfully so uh, they they deserve to be a top ten team. I got the Bills here. Um, let me talk about the Bills for a second. You know, McDermott. McDermott failed the team. Him and his sports science people, they they failed the team this week because you should have, knowing that you have to go to London, you should have got your ass on a plane on Monday and took your team over there. 
So y'all at least would have had the week to kind of get acclimated. But I when when he said on Wednesday on his press conference, he said we're gonna rely on the sports science people to make our decision, and we're gonna go, we're gonna leave Thursday night and get there on Friday. So you you got 20, 24, 48 hours to really, and then not only that, but they had them going on little tours and shit. Like it, that was the dumbest management of a football team. I think I, I've it's not Mario Cristobal cringe, but NFL wise, it's cringe. You got to do better, Sean McDermott. Like that shit was terrible. You got Kendall Vickers. You got Kendall Vickers, who was a practice squad defensive tackle playing defensive end. He played a lot of snaps. I mean, the Bills just had a slurry of injuries. So I think if you put if you put the Bills in the Jaguars in Jacksonville or in Buffalo, the Bills are gonna mop them up. But hey, they got the win, so I'm not hating. But the Bills, they they got some, they need to make some answers. Brandon Bean, I'm calling you out right now. You gotta get you gotta go get a cornerback because Kyrie Lam ain't it. And uh, if the Bills are going to reach their potential this year, they got to make a splash somewhere. Uh, up next, the, the the Detroit Lions are here. Man, like, if I would have told you that the Detroit Lions were one of the best teams in the league prior to the season, we were like, I could see it, but I don't know. But, like, them boys are here. Like, they are quietly kicking people's ass. Like, Jared Goff is doing this thing. They got a solid run game. Aiden Hutchinson, University of Michigan, bro, he, 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 he will solidify and emerge as probably one of the top – Five defensive ends, edge rushers in this league by the time the season's over. Like, the dude has been in his bag with a array of pass rush moves, which he had in Michigan. But, man, he's just taking it to another level. I love the draft that they had. Sam Laporta, like, I was hoping that Dalton Kincaid would have this impact. Sam Laporta is a dog. But, again, if you listen to Sports Sushi, we fucking told y'all Sam Laporta was going to be this good. So, um, next up, the Miami Dolphins. Like, they're number one in the AFC East. Um, you know, every team has bad days. They had a bad day in Buffalo. I'm not saying the Dolphins are better than the Bills, but what I'm saying is they've shown the most consistency so far in terms of, like, who they are week in and week out. Um, their offense is just legit. Now, we're going to see what it looks like as they kind of deal with some injuries, but because uh, losing Devon A-Chain, that, that's going to hurt him a little bit. He's going to be out for four weeks. But, uh, hey, Tua and these guys, they keep playing. They keep playing well, so I, I got to give credit to where credit's due. Next up, we got the, uh, the, the Eagles here, and – Jalen Hurts, man, like, I'm going to keep talking about this. You took that contract and you ain't really done shit. Like, he really hasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, last year, you know, this is a guy who had 22 touchdowns. I think he had seven interceptions, but he had a gang of rushing yards and, and rushing touchdowns. Like, the NFL will catch up to you. And and I've seen him make some good throws. I've seen some improvements. But, like, if you are going to – if you think you're going to run through the NFC like you did last year, the 49ers, I think the Cowboys are going to get them. I, I, I think they're going to have a harder time this year staying competitive in terms of like the NFC's elite if they don't if Jalen Hurst doesn't take that next that next step. There are no excuses. You got the best offensive line in football. You got one of the deepest running back rooms in football. You got one of the best wide receiver groups in football. Defensive line, like I mean, what what? How many more excuses do we have to have? Even though they're winning games, I feel like you need we need to see more dominant performances. Um, the Chiefs here. The reason why I have the Chiefs here, they don't look great. They don't look bad, but, like, I got to give Patrick Mahomes and these guys a benefit of the doubt. The whole injury scared Travis Kelsey last week. I don't know. That shit looked fake to me. <laughs> he, you know, he's trying to set up something a little for, for Tay-Tay later. But, uh, you know, I, I got I got them here at number two, and I, I'm going I'm to stand ten toes down on that. And number one, the 49ers are the best Bro, I can never league. call her anything but Tay-Tay now. Yeah, dog. Yeah, Tay-Tay. Uh, Tay Tay, forever. <laughs> I knew it. I knew a nigga named Tay Tay back in the day. Yeah, next time, next All time right. you see a, a a blank space, 
Hey, right, Tay Tay. <laughs> if you know, you know. All right, so the 49ers, man, they're the best team in football. Um, Brock Purdy, man, you know, like for someone who evaluates it and like has a, a cap of like, I want to see what quarterbacks can do. Like everything in me doesn't want to give Brock Purdy credit just because I feel like he's a system quarterback, but it does matter. And he is, you know, he's undefeated in the games that he started and finished. So I got to give him credit for that. Um, he he's making all the right reads, all the right throws. He just doesn't impress me as a guy with physical uh, attributes and so forth. But if you're looking for a guy in the mode of a Tom Brady, uh, Joe Burrow, guys who are just stationary in the pocket can make plays are really smart after pre and post snap. Brock Purdy's your guy. He's a perfect storm for that offense and for that team. And by the way, like I said earlier in the show, I think that Brandon Ayuk is the best wide receiver on that team, and it's not even close. Um, and it's nice to see George Kittle with three touchdown performance. So shout out to the 49ers. You are the best team in the league. And that is the Sports Sushi Week 6 Power Rankings. Hallelujah. All right, so uh, I think we're going to go ahead and have uh, Chris come in and do uh, – Oh, yeah, my favorite motherfucking point. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. We did the the top top five assholes of the week. Oh, oh. yeah. Chris. Sponsored by yeah, nobody. But if you want to sponsor this segment, come on. Take a second here. Take a second here. Trigger all the, the asset changeovers, the action. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of run through a few low-key assholes this week. We don't have to get excited. We don't have to scream about them all the time. Some of these people are are, are are repeat offenders. Some of these people went from heroes to zeros as quickly as you would expect them to do when they don't have a fucking twenty point cushion. So, you guys, it's like like we're like swinging in opposite directions here. I came here tonight not to like do a full throated defense of Lamar, but to at least balance the scales, like. If I'm going to call them out repeatedly, you have to call out the bunch of assholes that are like dropping balls in in big games in in a uh, against a division opponent. That's got to be factored in the equation. So the Ravens wide receiver core is a bunch of assholes. I mean, other than the rookie, kind of could have told you that ahead of time. Uh my, why are you still in the NFL, asshole? Is <laughs> Fucking Josh McDaniels. What the fuck? The guy with the bowl cut is getting frustrated with your judgment calls and, and, and kicking of field goals in asinine situations. At what point are you like, I'm underneath him in, in, in making sound decisions. We're going to spend, we're going to spend some time here, Russ. So take a breath. buddy. <laughs> Dak ain't it, bro. Um, <laughs> Dak, to me, is like the poster child of we need to start being honest with ourselves, folks. We might even call this a Dak. Oh, and he, and here's Ooh. why, because Damn. it's and I I I I've touched on this repeatedly, but we're gonna really really talk about what this means. They're the most dangerous quarterbacks in football, because. Everybody knows at any moment in time, if they get hot, they can go off on anybody. They're, they're like fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick's on, on fucking steroids. When they're hot, they're great. You think you got the best team in the league and you can beat anybody. They, they could go for 500 yards. But the thing is, they never really truly show up when you need them most. And it, it's, a, it's a pattern. It's a DNA flaw. It's a thing 
that you don't realize you got one of these guys until it's so obvious you got one of these guys it's too fucking late. He's got you. He's probably got you in a big contract. He's got mm-hmm. you for years. You probably you built an entire marketing program around his face, and you're stuck. <laughs> you're, you're in deep. You really thought this guy was the guy. Uh, Maybe he even picked up trash from your interdivisional opponent and brought him in on a limo and thought you were going to recycle him while the other guy rose to superstardom. Yeah, we're going way back in the machine for that reference there, folks. That's a true Bledsoe reference in case Mm. you missed it. Mm. And moving on. Oh, real quick before we move on. As long as as we're on the Cowboys, these assholes made that decision after the Bills made that decision. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, The NFL, you fucking assholes. (laughs) What general fucking bean counters, schedule creators... Was like this is a good idea, this 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 right here, and then we should just move right on because it's a hand in hand asshole a week on this one. <laughs> Sterling already touched on the travel plans. Fucking really? How about we? How about hey? I don't know about this guys, but let's take a cool early flight out Monday. We'll watch film on the flight. Get that out of the fucking way. Touchdown. Enjoy a victory Tuesday in London. Have some fucking. Fries and fucking or fish and chips. Or chips. Yeah. Had a good old time. You know, Tower of London. You could have done it. Fuck, who yeah. knows? But no, no. We'll get there Friday morning and, and and just wing it. But that's not really what my problem is here. My problem is here. Shawnee Mickey D showed up. The second we were in a one score game again. Oh, we can't read the room. Defense, they're dropping like flies. We lost two of our best guys in one fucking play. We lost a couple guys early in the game. Offense is sleepwalking through this. Are we going to grab a face mask, shake anybody? No, no, that's not our style. Okay, that's not our style. Then you have to pick a different style. Maybe, I don't know, show some confidence. Beat a big balls in the room. Hey, we're better than these guys. We're going to go for a couple risky fourth and twos early on in the game because we need a light of fire under our asses, and we need to hold the ball for a little bit longer. Know where I could do that? No? Okay. How about later in the game, after you didn't go for them fourth and twos, when it's starting to slip away, we know that that, that fucking long touchdown drive is inevitably going to come. You got a fourth and ten. No, we're not going to go for that one. We're going to kick it away. You know, there was an old saying. I don't know if it was Bill Parcells that used to say this, but it was somebody around that, that fucking generation. You can either go for it on fourth and short early, or you can go out for it on fourth and short long. But one way or the other, you're going to make that fucking decision. So you might as well be ahead of the game and making it when it's to your advantage. And and I, I believe I talked to you about this in private, Sterling. But you statistically, especially, let's keep going back over the Wayback Machine. Since 2020, the Bills have the best DVOA offense and defense in the league. Great. That means you've got the best offense, best defense. You could be more aggressive. If you don't get the fourth down conversion, you've got the best defense in the league to fall on. But you also have the best chance out of anybody in the league to get that fourth down conversion. So you should almost always go for on that fourth down conversion, especially when you lean a spark. So great. Oh, you coasted your way to a 28 point victory. Yes, you did some good coaching things in that. But this is my problem. Oh, and why the fuck are the Jags a goddamn boogeyman for the Buffalo Bills? Hey, man. I told you, happy bird make a shitty nest. Told you that shit, Chris. They got Josh Allen. They got Josh Allen. 
told you that. I, I didn't want to say the reason why they're the boogeyman is because they got Josh Allen, but I love the top ass of the week. I love that. I guy. told him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went. I was hey. full Negro. I was eating Takis while he was saying it. I, I was eating Takis. Yesterday. <laughs> right. I went full Negro. I was enjoying that shit. I started eating chips. That is what yeah. our show. Uh, another Wednesday, another one in the books. Um, if you want to follow our show, you can go ahead. You can follow us. Sports Sushi, all one word. That's on Twitter. Or can X. I say something, Boogie? What's up, brother? For all the people out there watching, wondering why you should watch, motherfucker, you can get involved. Look at Dale. Dale chilling at Shout the field. Shout out to Dale. Dale on the show for an hour just kicking it. You watch Sports Sushi and you got some shit to say and it's relevant, we will bring you in this motherfucker and you can kick it. All right. We so, like talking sports for the boys. All right. Oh, 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 oh. If you meet a girl, if you meet a girl and she wears burnt orange, man, she probably going to be live, but her football team sucks. Or she might just burn you. Hey, and we holler. <laughs> All right, I got to go play the mag game. That's what I'm doing right now.